official copywritten like going through the, the you know the uh, the paperwork and such but at the same time um, at that point it, it makes it like it makes it like a legal thing I can't remember why or how but I did that a few times just to make sure that my stuff was was at least covered a little bit and so I made all of these beat CDs and I popped them in um, to my laptop and I finally was able to to listen to them and I found them, and I'm so excited. And this is one of the ones that I couldn't move to anybody. This this isn't an easy beat to, to do anything to. This is a perfect beat for a podcast. It's perfect, okay? Um, even though last night in my creative space, I was able to hum a bit to, to kind of get to what a song could sound like on this. So, you know, hey, and you know, you never know what could happen. Um... Like I said, those of you that follow me on Instagram, um, I, I did a video yesterday, and like I said, like, I totally am, I'm excited that the beats and the music that I created over 10 years ago still sound really, really, really good, even today, um, which means that, you know, when you create, it's better to do timeless things and or instead of, you know, things of the times. And I think that um, the of the times mindset came from, you know, some of our older, um, well, middle of the road in age, and that, that is, um, producers. Like, I remember when Kanye first came out with his albums, he was like, I just wanted to be a snapshot of what was going on at the time. And for me, that sounds good and everything, and yeah, that means that all of your music will inevitably sound different. But for me, if you're doing your creative stuff right from my view your shit will always sound different i don't think i have too many beats that sound alike um but the process was always the same the approach was always the same but it just yielded different results which you know is you know was was to my um my success in regards to um, listening to these music, listening to this music back, and being like, "Oh shit, still goes hard." 
So this is one of my beats. It's called I think I named it like terribly terrible or something like that just because the the beatboxer in the background is just talking about terrible or something. So it's just so dope. Um Yeah. Yeah, I I, I still fuck with this long. Okay. Um so the other beats will um undoubtedly be uh background uh fillers for the the coming episodes, I wanna say um at least the next, you know, shit, 10 or so episodes, I should have some some good music, and I have to repeat, um, which is good, I have, this is episode, what, 18, and I haven't had to repeat um, any music yet, so I'm excited about that, so that's dope, alright, so I have, like, so much, I, I did a small break last week, it was a long weekend, guys, it was Memorial Day weekend, I hope that you guys had a great um, long weekend, those of you that have long weekends, um, some people don't. Um, I made a long weekend. Um, I was off on Friday before Memorial Day, and I did not come back until Wednesday after Memorial Day. Um, and it was needed. It was needed. I'm telling you right now, if you are one of these people who goes to work and, you know, and you think that you have to be there every single day, that's a lie. That's a lie. I used to be this way. I used to think that um, people were weak who didn't take, who, who took time off. I used to think that. And I used to, for me, it used to be the only only reason I'm taking time off is for something. You know what I mean? And over the past few years, I've learned, you know what, forget that. I'm taking time because this is my time to take. And this is what it's made for. And I'm good. I'm not a sickly person. I'm not someone who has children. So I don't have to use my time and, and conserve it for them or for that. Um, thank God. Um, for the sickly part, anyway. Um, so, so I had a good time. I, I, you know, it's needed also because what happens is you get burnt out from the people that you work with, from the work that you're doing. Everything that you're doing, um, if you've been doing it for an extended amount of time with no break or only breaking for, you know, stuff that has nothing to do with you, um, once you do get a chance to, once you do get a chance to, you know, have some time off, it's, it's extremely refreshing, um, and, and I was blessed, I am blessed to be from Hilton Head, South Carolina, um, and I was blessed to be able to go and to enjoy, you know, some of the island, um, you know, during that time. Um, I had an opportunity to hit Augusta, hit Hilton Head. Um, I hit a few places. So I'm, I'm excited that I had that chance to recharge. A lot of people don't get that opportunity. Um, or they get the opportunity to recharge, and then when they come back to work, it's like, oh, hell's broken loose. But that's not my life. So I don't have, I don't have that to say right now. Um, but yeah, I mean, so I have so much to say. I think I was going to try to record last weekend. I also was going to try to do a midweek, um, like a midweek rant, which I'm going to try to start because it was so much crap. It was so much crap that was being shoveled all week. I, I was just like, what is this? So, so yeah. I see on my midweek rant list, I have the Lakers, this wax wax shitty conversation uh houston i don't know i don't even know why i wrote down houston this might not even say houston 
have the worst handwriting. Then it says the finals, and then it says Magic Johnson. I don't have a clue what this is supposed to say. We're going to go with Houston, but there's nothing going on in Houston, so... Well, whatever, right? So, um... So, we'll, we'll get to all of that stuff. I'm going to go turn the page back. I also made notes while I was getting my hair braided last week. Um, so, I did get my hair braided last week. I'm very excited because, um, I mean, those of you who have seen me and been um, around my person, I have been braided down for some time, and I've been throwing a wig on this head and just moving on with my life. Um, I'm not a hair person. I'm not that, um, I don't fit that mold um, for uh, this, the stereotypes of what, like, you know, uh, black women like to do, right? I am not a black woman who enjoys doing hair, um, getting hair done, uh, paying for it, researching, going to the hair store, like, none of that's me. I, I'm not interested at all. Like, I'm very, very close to making the decision to just go ahead and dread my hair up. That way, I literally don't have to do anything to my head. Like, I just, that is how I approach hair. I just don't care um, the way that other people care, you know? And I admire it, because I have several friends who, you know, love hair. Um, so I admire those people who just love the fuck out of hair and who just, you know, um, like I think Rachel has an entire hair store at her house. Okay. I think that's dope. I think it's dope that if I need something, I could go to Rachel and be like, listen, I got to get this hair done. You got this, 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 this. And she's going to pretty much have everything I need to get some kind of hairstyle pop. Okay. I think that's dope. Uh, like I said, I think, you know, some of you who have been listening, I think it's dope that my cousin Keisha has the bundles um, business. Um, uh, one of my cousins, his ex-wife was, is a hair braider and she does lashes. I just, listen, I love all of that shit. My best friend Carrie, she's big into hair and the natural hairs and all the protective styles and, you know, all of that stuff. Listen, I love that. I think that you guys are dope for that shit. That's just not my life. And, you know, a few of these people have tried to be like, well, you know, Jamila, you know, you should just, you know, no, 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 no. Y'all don't, and they are not interested in spending half a day in Best Buy, right? They're not interested in that, okay? I would never force anybody to do that either, okay? I would spend a half a day in Best Buy. I probably could spend a full out day in Best Buy, but I think that's a bit excessive. But a half a day in Best Buy could go by quickly um, under my watch, just because that's my wheelhouse. I love that kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm just not a hair person. But, having said all of that, and I mean all of it, I got my hair braided, um, box braids. They look good. They feel good. They're not as heavy as they were before. I had um, issues. I think my issue is is that I have overall like a bitch neck, and I just can't do excessive shit. I mean, I just can't. So even these box braids, it's not even like super excessive, but it's like they're long and longer than I'm accustomed to having. So the first time I had them, I mean, my neck was broken like day two. And I just struggled up for the next several months and, you know, took them out. Once I took them out, it felt like, it felt like I had released the energy of a thousand, uh, dolphins. There you go. A thousand dolphins. Um, but nah, it's just, um, I don't know, it's just needed at this point. It's, It's getting too hot. I can't wear that fucking wig no more. 
I can't, um, it's itchy and shit, like, I just can't, the scalp needs to, to breathe. My main issue is, is I've been gray since I was 15 years old, graying, and now my gray hairs have completely taken it to the next level. So, my biggest issue is that I feel like I always look older than I actually am, just because my hair color, and I even color my hair, I do, but these grays are so fucking aggressive, shit, they're so goddamn aggressive, it's like, goddamn, why do I even damn try? Uh, but anywho, so, um, I made notes while, <laughs> I just, all of these, all of these stories, um, I made notes while I was, um, getting my hair braided the other day, um, and my, my, um, my hairstylist, she, she was talking about her, uh, her new, her new business, and let me tell you something, every time I go over here to get my hair braided or done or whatever, because I get kinky twists and I get braids from, from Shastity, that's her name, uh, so every time I go over here, ever since I met Shastity and her, um, ex-husband, Mo, listen, these people are hustlers, I, I've never met anyone that hustles as much, I, I know a lot of hustlers, but these people here, especially her, so, so anyway, she has a new business now, and I think that's dope, she has a transportation business, she started with her partner, Felicia, um, I think they've been in business a few months now, with, uh, with this, because I, I got my hair braided the last time, and she was, she was starting it out then, and that was, that was some months back, that was a lot of months back, um, I think that was even last year, uh, so it's been some time. And uh, the, the transportation company is called FNS Transportations. And so I got off work at 4 o'clock and I got to her house by 5.30 so she could start doing my hair. And 9.45 I was walking out of her house and my hair was done. So I was excited that it didn't take all damn night because um, I had to get up. Even though I didn't work on that Friday, that next day. I, we did this random act of kindness thing at work, which I thought was kind of cool, uh, but it wasn't really random because they planned it for Friday, even though um, on the day of, I tried to communicate with Rachel, who's one of my co-workers as well, his buddy, you know, that you guys have heard me talk about, so I tried to communicate with Rachel, like, okay, so what time y'all doing this thing, and then they just kind of did it, and she's like, oh, it's random, and I'm like, yeah, okay, so we're going to just pick and choose when we're going to be random, huh? but no, 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 it was cool, it was cool, um, so I, I went wanted to go and bring the the gift because we picked names uh, of somebody. It was kind of like a secret Santa for uh, May. That's really what this was about. Um, but, you know, I went ahead and um, went in there and took my um, my person, her her random act of kindness gift that I had gotten. So basically the, the goal was to get something for somebody, you know, if you know this person, you know kind of what they like, you know, just a little something that says, hey, thinking of you, you're great, right? Um, so the person that I got, we had had multiple conversations about how we need to bring this food in on Fridays and this, that, and the other. Um, but her main thing to always eat, or what she always wanted, was uh, those little blueberry munchkins from Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, yeah, no, they're amazing. Oh, they're amazing. Okay. Oh, they're amazing, you know, and, and, you know, as a southern girl, okay, um, it took, it took me a while to fuck with Dunkin' Donuts, alright, just keeping it all the way funky, um, the only reason I even fuck with Dunkin' Donuts at this, at this juncture is because 
at previous jobs, I had people who were not from here who wanted donuts, and this was the only thing that they could come up with. Now, anybody who's from here knows that there's really only one stop for donuts, okay? Really only one people we really trust around these parts, and that's motherfucking Krispy Kreme, okay? Now, people from the north seem to say that Krispy Kreme is too sweet, which I think is funny. Um, not a lie, not a lie, but just funny, okay? Um, after you eat Dunkin' Donuts, you know, you have an, it's an actual pastry type thing. So, Krispy Kreme's bread and butter is that original glaze. They could live off that original glaze only. They don't need to sell another donut, but they do, but they don't need to, okay? That original glaze with that fucking hot sign, or even if the hot sign ain't on, because the original glaze are that fucking good, that they're, they would sell out regardless. And I don't know if you guys have ever been in a Krispy Kreme. Um, of course, <laughs> my South Carolina and North Carolina brethren definitely have been. Um, but those of you who are not here, who don't know about Krispy Kreme, when you go into the store, it's a factory. It's like a little factory. You get to see the the donuts come out of the out of the uh, the baker or whatever and get iced, you know, on the like the conveyor belt thing. It's it's kind of kind of cool, and then they'll take the donuts directly off the belt and put it in your box. So it's not just sitting around. These shits that just came out, and you're getting exactly what just came out. So if you if you bite into a Krispy Kreme donut when it's hot, hot. You know, like the hot sign's on. You know, it's been iced. When you bite into it, when it's too hot, it's too warm, okay? When you bite into it, that icing is going to flake up and it's going to go everywhere. Alright? You understand? Um, It's going to be disturbed on a level that you didn't even intend to disturb it. But of course, once it hits your lips, it just doesn't even matter, right? So, so, um... So, back to what I was saying, you know, these people brought Dunkin' Donuts into my world. Um, Dunkin' Donuts got an apple fritter that is probably the best apple fritter that I've had. And I kind of know apple fritters, alright? When I was a kid, when Dixie used to have the best apple fritters, this is where I got turned on to apple fritters. The apple fritters were such a, a way, they're almost like pull apart monkey bread type type deals where you could literally just eat it piece by piece almost like a damn funnel cake um and that's that's what i grew up with you feel me so um they have this apple fritter and it's perfect this is baked perfectly um it's it's perfect it just is perfect it's perfect so i go there almost every morning i get about two one to two of those I eat one on the way to work, and then I eat another one, that second one, like around 8 o'clock, um, when I go to get something to drink, and settle in for my day at work, okay? Right, so, um, but no, so I did, I went in after that, so I was glad that she got finished with my hair early, went in the next day, gave the, the blueberry munchkins over to my random act of kindness work buddy. Um, she appreciated that. I also brought my dog in that day, my little boo, Kobe. Uh, she's a Lhasa Apsa, and she's she's black and white. But and let's just go ahead and run with gray too, because she's got a she's got a dope color. Um, and you guys can peep the pictures of Kobe on my uh, Mills the Virgo page if you are connected with me there. If not, I'll I'll post a picture of my boo. Um, 
I'll post a picture of her on the Mel Speaks page so y'all can see her. But she is the sweetest, cutest dog ever. And she ate up the attention when she came up in there. And it's just nothing but a bunch of ladies in my office. And everybody loves a damn dog. And she just ate it up. Okay. Ate it up. So, um, that was a good day. And then I left. And then I went on about my business for my, um, you know, for my trip and such. I, um, my mother had to attend a funeral on Saturday, so I stuck around for that. Um, just attended a funeral. Her, her, one of her good Judy's who lived out here, who had just moved not even six months ago. Um, she had gotten murdered. She got killed by her, her son. Her son killed her. And, um, it's probably one of the saddest stories ever. Um, but that was my mom's friend. And so rest in peace, Miss Jocelyn. Um, rest in peace, Miss Jocelyn Murray. Um, and then, you know, over the weekend, I just kind of tried to relax, I chilled out for the most part with folks that I, you know, that I enjoyed their company. Um, I, I just, I just was able to just be, you know, and when you're able to just be free and, and not be concerned about other stuff, that's a different level. That's a different level right there. So, um... So it was dope. So, but I had so much, you know, to talk about. So we'll just we'll get into it. Um, so I talked to F and S Transportation. Shout out to Chastity and Felicia with this company. She says they have about four four vans and they transport people to their doctor's appointments, dialysis, can't you know, chemo, all that oncology, all that kind of stuff. Um, so I mean that's very lucrative in in these days because. Um, Older people just, you know, they struggle to get to their appointments, and this is just a great way for them to be able to, you know, get the help that they need. So, I love it, okay? I also wrote down, and I typed out Wax in his shitty conversation. So, I I feel like it's been some time since I recorded, and I think the last time I talked, I I, I believe I talked... (laughs) I believe I talked about the people who don't like to wash their legs and their feet, right? So this is kind of piggybacks off of that shit. So I think it had to be a week later. It had to be a week later. And there's a podcast called Bully and the Beast. And it's featuring Wax King and L'Oreal. L'Oreal is a a radio um, personality. She just got a job. Um, on a daytime, excuse me, on a morning show in Baltimore. So she's moving from New York to Baltimore to do this show, which I'm glad for. I'm happy for her to, to be able to do that. And um, and they do this show, they do the podcast. Um, Wax works on The Breakfast Club, which is a morning show in New York um, that features DJ Envy, Charlamagne the God, and Angela Yee. Um, Angela Yee and L'Oreal actually do a podcast called lip service and this is a uh, lip shit this podcast has been going on for some time now she used to have a uh, show on um what is it shade 45 or xm radio you know that shit she had a show on there called lip service um which was basically you know satellite radio was like the first bit of podcasting i don't think people really want to put that out there but it really was the the break for podcasting i mean any radio show um, or audio show could be turned into a podcast, which is why 
you have all of these radio shows like The Breakfast Club and The Steve Harvey Show and The Ricky Smiley Show and all these things that are podcasts now, um, which is, is really easy. Take the audio, turn it into a podcast, and then you have your people going to your show and not missing anything. So so I love that. I think that's really, really, really cool. Um, so that's that's who these people are, okay? But the conversation is shitty because Wax... I, let me see if I can even find just the quick conversation. I, I, I had the opportunity to listen to multiple discussions on this shitty-ass shitty conversation that Wax had with L'Oreal on their podcast. This, this has reached so, so many different places. The first place that I think I saw it was on uh, Charlemagne's Instagram he did. He, he shared the video of it because they record this and they 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 do video as well. Um, so I'm guessing that's put up on YouTube or something. Um, and you know, here's the deal. I can't. He okay. So let me just get into the shitty ass conversation first. All right, and then I'll tell you how this has grown a, a a few legs of its own here. Okay. Huh, guy. And I'm sorry, Kathleen. Uh, Kathleen's co-worker of mine, she and I have had extensive-ass conversations about Wax and his nasty ass. Um, I just, I don't even want to talk about it at this point. Okay, Wax. Alright, Wax and L'Oreal are talking. They they do these, this thing in the beginning of their show where they listen to voicemails and shit. And, um, and so they, they were listening to the voicemail or whatever. And, um... <laughs> And I can't even remember what the young lady's voicemail was even about. But Wax goes into this soliloquy about how we all touch shit. So it doesn't even matter. Like, we all tripping about people not washing their legs and stuff. But we all touch shit when we use the bathroom. So L'Oreal is on some, what the fuck you talking about, man? Because I never touch the shit. Okay? And I'm I'm legit trying to find it because I want y'all just to hear it because it's it's not even anything that I can truly explain. This is this is a situation. It's it's disgusting, bro. Like and 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 the problem that I had with him for the most part was that he was the one that had a problem. He was disgusted with the masses. Okay, so you try to tell me <laughs> this is this is what he you know like. Are you guys serious? Like, sir, yes, we're serious as a fucking heart attack, okay? A fucking heart attack. Alright, so here, here's the link, y'all. Alright, here's the thing. I'm just, let me... I touch shit before. No, 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 I've never shit in a tissue before. You shit, you touch shit every single day of your shit. Like, you don't wipe yourself? You got shit in the tissue when you wipe yourself. You don't know how to get the... Why are you touching the shit? The tissue is for the shit. That's what I'm saying. You, you grab shit. No, 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 you're not saying that. You don't. You, you, you grab the shit. You don't gra- Why are you grabbing hold shit? On, on. Do you got so shit stuck in your ass while hold you're on, taking? Are you telling me that y'all just let the doodle fall in the toilet? Yes. I don't catch it every time. What? I am about to leave, bro. How do y'all take a shit? What? I must have seen this shit wrong. Must have catching my shit all these years. Now I'm more disgusted than like I feel like I can't continue. Yeah. What are you talking about? I'm. Okay, okay, 
so <laughs> okay so that is wax and l'oreal's show bully and the beast um besides the shit conversations i i would recommend this podcast to anybody because they hit on some interesting things he's not as terrible and dumb as he seems but he no 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 but he is dumb okay so let's not no it's not like oh he's not dumb no 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 no, no. he's dumb he's dumb but he's just not as bad as he seems and i just gotta pause right fucking here because my dog just passed gas and bruh what is going on with you kobe what's up with you Damn, this shit smells so bad you can't even forget it. You can't even pretend like it ain't happening. Shit. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. So yeah. Um. So that's wax, and that's what you know the con. So I just can't. I don't have words because wax is out of control. So I, as you can tell, Gloria was extremely disgusted in wax and his nasty ass. Um. And. It, I just don't know where we go from here. I don't understand what's going on. You know, I thought that it was pretty clear about what should happen in the bathroom. When you're in the bathroom, when it's time to use the bathroom, when it's time to pee, I thought it was clear that women would sit, men would stand, um, men do a jiggle, right? Because y'all don't wipe, but I would almost prefer if you just wipe the tip of your dick. I mean, what's the problem there? But whatevs, I mean, but, you know, I don't have one, so I don't know the rules, okay? Um... But, you know, I thought we were clear on what we do in the bathtub and in the shower. I thought it was clear on how how to do the things that we basically have to do on a daily basis. I mean, I know the term or, or the phrase is more than one way to kill a skinny cat, but fuck. This is ridiculous. This, this shit's getting out of hand. This shit's getting out of hand. And I still smell Kobe's fart. Y'all, y'all, y'all don't even understand how bad this smells right now. Like, I'm really struggling to go on at this point. Uh, but anyway, I just don't know, I don't know why he felt the need to say these things. And then, as y'all heard, he, he then got disgusted with regular people for allowing the shit to just be the shit. Right? Just, I'm gonna shit, yeah, I'm gonna shit and let it fall in the toilet. I'm gonna wipe myself. And then I'm going to flush everything down in the toilet, down the drain, okay? <laughs> like, there is no, there's no keeping it. So, as I was listening to, um, Charlamagne's podcast, Brilliant Idiots, Wax was a guest on there after this had been, after this went viral, okay? And so, uh, Wax basically was talking about how this was something that he used to do to deal with the fact that he used to punch people out. He used to be extremely violent, and now what he does instead of being violent is he he decided that if anybody wronged him, that he would then take his shit, you know what I mean, and make their life a shitty a shitty ass mess. And I mean, listen, it's it's it the ex- the explanation got fucking worse. You could have left it right here with, oh, I'm ignorant, I'm sorry. Nah, you came in here explaining, and it made it fucking worse. So, he gave an example about how, oh, I was walking, if I'm walking and I'm going to the party, you know, and the girl that, that you know, lives in the neighborhood, she she passed me by, you know what I'm saying? She could have picked me up. We going to the same place. Yeah, I'm just going to leave some shit in her car. I'm sorry, what? I'm sorry, what? What the fuck are you talking about? So we're just gonna just haul off and carry around some shit. 
So what you're saying is, is that you use the bathroom, you say, you know what, I need to keep some of this right here. <laughs> I know just the motherfucker who needs this in their shoe, okay, or in their car. He also explained the situation where multiple friends of his helped him spread shit all over the car. This must be some shitty New York shit, like, th- this is what y'all do, instead of just, you know... I don't, I don't even know what people down here do um, when they're upset. Uh, go to the shooting range, um, you know, hit the blunt. I mean, there's so many things you can do to get past your anger instead of going to the bathroom, grabbing your shit, putting it in a bag, okay, and walking around with it, and then you and your buddies going and passing your shit around and wiping shit in people's cars, okay, just because they didn't give you a ride. Or because they looked at you stank. Or they didn't want to talk to you if you hollered at them. Like, listen, this shit's out of control. That is the most irrational shit I've ever heard in my life. Okay. So, so that's, that's what the shitty ass conversation is about. And I feel like I've actually touched on this a bit longer than I need to. Because there's so many other things on my paper. Okay. But I just can't get past what he was saying. And so this, this is then, like I said, it grew legs of its own. Um, so if Charlemagne shared it, I, um, I believe it was shared multiple times between L'Oreal and Wax on their respective pages, and then of course their Bully of the Beast, Bully and the Beast podcast page, um, and then this eventually got to Jesus in, um, Jesus in Mero's show, um, on Showtime, Showtime, they got picked up on Showtime, remember they used to be on Vice, or Viceland, or whatever, uh, or Spike. Uh, they were on some sh- some channel for men, and um, and they um, they got picked up by Showtime, so now they're on Showtime. And so they even did a small segment about it. Um, I think some other radio shows did some shows about it. I mean, it's just so many things. Um, so many people had so much to say about it because it is disgusting. Um, and I just honestly can't even imagine doing this. And he explained that the way he grabbed his shit was he sat on the toilet. Now, y'all walk with me, because, I mean, I'm not a big girl at all, I don't think. But, I mean, I'm not small either, alright? I I know for a fact that my toilet is not big enough for this bullshit, okay? I, I don't have enough space to reach my hands in between my legs to catch my shit as it's coming out of my ass. Like, I'm not... That is the most ridiculous shit I've ever heard. Like, I, I just can't. And the guy on Charlemagne's show asked him, he was like, well, did, did your hand ever touch the water? And he's like, yeah, every now and again. Like, why? <laughs> why? That's nasty. That's so nasty. All right, fuck this. We, we done with that. I'm throwing that shit all the way away. I'm done. I'm done. Fuck Wax and his shitty ass. And like I was telling uh, a co- my co-worker, I was like, you know, the problem is is that Wax is like the perfect dude Like I would be interested in. I'm a big, big girl. I like big guys. I am a chubby chafer. I love big, muscular dudes. Um, you know, they got a little weight on them. He's got dreads. That's not a requirement for me. But, you know, it's an added thing. I, you know, I think it's cute. But you know what? He had a point now where it doesn't matter what he says. He's ugly. Okay? I don't have time. I could never shake his hand. I could never high-five him. I could never do it. I can't even fist bump him at this point because I don't even know where your, where your knuckles been. I don't know where your knuckles been. Nasty ass. 
So anyway, um, so there's that. So there's that. Um, moving on, moving on. Uh, I wrote down, what did I write down here? I wrote down Remy Ma, four charges of alleged assault. So I think they're moving ahead with charging Remy Ma with these four charges of alleged assault. Um, and all I can say is damn Remy. I mean, really. Shit. Like, I really hope that none of this stuff sticks. I, I hope that she can get out of this, be Teflon Remy in this thing, and keep it moving. But, I mean, it looks like your child's gonna, not going to see you for a few years. And you just had the baby. And I don't like that idea at all. So, we just have to make better decisions as grown-ass people. Um, who we're going to actually allow to take and steal our, our joy. Right? Because... Because this girl is nobody. She's a nobody. And now she's putting your life in danger at this point. You know? So, I just hope that this can go away. And, uh, you know, I can. I hope this can be a learning lesson. Um, hot off the presses. I meant to start with this. I'm not sure why I didn't. Um, but there was a mass shooting in Virginia. Virginia Beach today. Twelve people at this point have died. I believe um, it was reported at 11... And then um, shortly thereafter, it was reported that the 12th person had passed away uh, from their, um, you know, from their injuries. And so, you know, this is something that tends to happen around these types of times. And, and what I mean by that is this is the time now where people are talking about this election. We're doing all these things. And so now this will be a talking point for these candidates. Hey, well, how do you feel about gun control? You know, I just feel like um, this now will open up another, yet another conversation about gun control. And I know a lot of people believe that we need that. And I am not against gun control. I'm just, I'm just not sure what it looks like. You know what I'm saying? What does it actually look like? And how is it helpful? You know what I mean? Um, so, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm down for common sense control. I'm down for that. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. We'll see um, how this goes. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm very saddened by this. I mean, it's almost like every other month or maybe every few weeks, we've got, we've got another shooting. Right, another shooting. <sighs> so, and I, 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 my argument always with gun control is, sure, we need gun control. I said, but realistically, we just need people control. People are are ridiculous. Nobody knows how to fight. Nobody knows how to argue. No one knows how to express themselves. All y'all know how to do is go get a gun, go get a knife, go jump behind a keyboard and attack people and all that kind of shit. Like nobody knows how to you know, resolve conflict these days. Everybody is so turned up. Everybody's so, you know, offended. Every, You know what I mean? So my thing is, it's not really a gun problem. It's 100% a people problem. You know what I'm saying? The guns have always been here. The people are changing. And the people are the problem. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, you know, you can even take it to the next level that people are the problem because of the things that they're eating, because of the things that people, you know, that we're putting in our foods, the, th the foods that we're feeding our children, you know, all of these issues, so many things that can contribute to mental health issues or can contribute to somebody feeling, you know, downtrodden and then being, have it be compounded by, you know, worldly issues, you know, all of these things can contribute to it. So for me, it's not as easy to say, all right, we need gun control. You know what I'm saying? That's not the, I mean, actually it is easy to say, 
it's not as easy to enforce. So I don't know. We're we're gonna see about it. I mean, you know, I'm a bit unconventional about some of the things that I I feel. I think a lot of things that we were told as children, we must look at, we must examine. Um, it's unfair to believe that there are some things that we should unlearn and then some things we shouldn't. It is um, realistic to evaluate everything. Evaluate everything. You can keep some stuff, but evaluate all of it. So for me, and this, you know, this just means everything, you know. So I, we talked about this a couple of shows ago about the vaccines. We talked about, um, obviously these things, you know, these laws and these bills for abortion. All of these things I'm on uh, the fence with in regards to, like, the popular consensus, the popular, you know, opinion. Um, so... You know, I don't know, man. We'll see. I I am an evaluate everything person. I'm on some I'm on some Daryl Morey shit. If y'all don't know who he is, he's the uh, GM or the owner, if I'm not mistaken, for the Houston Rockets. Houston Rockets' goal this year was to beat Golden State. That was their goal. They put this team together two years ago, maybe even three, to beat Golden State. They, for a third year in a row, have not beat Golden State. And the owner and the GM was fucking pissed off because uh, Kevin Durant went down in the last second to last game uh, that they played. And not only did Golden State win that game still with Kevin Durant out, they came back and they beat the brakes off of Houston in the next game to, to shut down the series and move on to the Eastern or the Western Conference Finals. So I'm on some Derry Morey shit. Like, evaluate everybody. And what that even means is, once the season was over, like, I think it was early this week, Daryl Moore was like, yo, everybody's up for sale. Everybody's up for trade. Fuck it. We trying to, listen, if I need to bust this shit down, I'm evaluating everybody, and everybody can fucking go. I don't give a fuck. We trying to win. Like, I'm on some Daryl Moore shit. Like, just evaluate everything you've been taught. Everything that you, that you ingest. Evaluate it all. You know what I mean? Don't just pick some of the shit that you feel is super important like nah it all has to be evaluated i mean everything from how when we were young our parents didn't like us that's black people that is our parents didn't want us to get too dark we got to evaluate that now you wouldn't dare tell a little kid oh don't be out there in that sun too long and get too damn black because now we're in a phase where we're attempting to we're attempting to um you know empower young black kids to not feel inferior because you're darker or love your melanated skin you know all of these things so now that shit that was told to us oh you went swimming oh goddamn, she done got dark she must have been swimming this summer you know all of that kind of shit like that that shit isn't even going to be said to our damn kids now and if it is now i'm looking at you like you you know ain't shit you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Because colorism is so real in our community, you know? So it's like, it's the same, it's, it's like all of it has to be evaluated. So if I have to evaluate how my parents talk to me, I have to evaluate what they taught me in regards to how to work, you know, um, how to deal with other races, specifically white people. You know, if I have to reevaluate everything... How the hell am I not going to reevaluate the shit that they did in regards to vaccines? Like, how is that just going to be like, yeah, no, 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 that's normal. That's good. That's good. You know what I'm saying? I saw a really cool quote. Um, 
I'm not even trying to get on this vaccine kick again, and I'm sorry. Already, y'all. But I, I saw a cool little quote, and I think I saved it. Um, let me see if I can get to it right quick. And it was from this lady, a doctor. Let's see. Of course I can't find it. Why? You can never, ever find the stuff that you need to find. Not ever. Okay? Never. Jesus. I kind of feel like I feel like the internet knows that you be looking for shit, and they like it. Like IG knows you're looking for it. Nah, let's hide it. Let's just hide it. Hide it. Okay. Let's see. I'm going here. Ah, God. It's aggravating because I even went to the person who posted it, their page, and it's not even on their page at this point. And I don't know if it's not on their page because of the government or if they took it down or what. But in any case, it was talking about how, um, you know, we, you know, we vaccinate for um, all of these different reasons. Um, And it was saying that the measles and shit are like, the measles and shit are not diseases, they're infections, and we vaccinate for infections. And so, us us vaccinating for infections actually causes disease. And it's like, I, I just don't know why we are just so willing to be like, oh, you know, we just have to, you know, okay, I found it, I found it. It says, we've got to stop calling chickenpox and measles diseases because they're not. Their infections and infections come and go in a week to 10 days and leave behind a lifetime of immunity. A disease is something that comes and stays and frequently can't be cured. So when you vaccinate to avoid infection, what you potentially are doing is causing disease. And this is from uh, Dr. Sherry J. Tenpenny, um, certified emergency uh, medicine and, and osteopathic uh, manipulative uh, too many words but i mean so my point is and it'll forever be that we have to reevaluate everything that we've been told and we have to unlearn a lot of things that we have been told just like other people have to learn unlearn things too like you know you could be someone who was raised by a racist and you were you know raised to believe that black people were were bullshit right When you get of age and you get that experience that shows you that what you were taught was wrong, no matter who taught it to you, now you have to look at the shit that they taught you and you have to, you have to say, well, shit, do I need to reevaluate everything? And I believe that's a hard yes. So hopefully, you know, we can do that and you know, we as individuals can make changes, and then collectively, that'd be great. That'd be great. Um, okay, Harvey Weinstein. It looks like Harvey Weinstein paid forty-four million dollars um, 
to take care of these sexual misconduct lawsuits. I don't know what this means. I don't know if if his charges have been dropped. I don't know if he's still fighting that um, that legal fight. I don't know what any of this means, but I do know he's had to come up off some money um, recently. Um, I kind of would prefer him just to be thrown in jail, just like Bill Cosby was, um, and, and keep his money or money and jail because there again, you know. When Lupita um, Nyong'o, when she explained her experience with Harvey Weinstein, I mean, there are some things that you just can't get back no matter how much money gets thrown at it. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, your safety and your sanity are things that you that you literally can't buy. You see? So, um, so you know, hopefully hopefully something else happens here because I'm just not sure what, what else will. Um... Let's see, what else do I have written down? Tons more, tons more stuff. Um, okay, so let's just get into the Lakers shit right quick. Um, we're not talking actual basketball because the Lakers are out of it. Um, but let's go ahead and talk basketball, though. I mean, you know, so a report came out. So those of you who haven't been paying attention, there um, has been a shift over in uh, in Laker Nation. Um, so maybe a month ago, Magic Johnson... You know, he pulled up, and, you know, somebody caught him, and then he had an impromptu press conference, and my nigga quit. He quit. He said, you know what? Yeah, I'm stepping down as the uh, basketball uh, president of operations for the Lakers. I'm stepping down. I haven't even told Jeannie Buss, who is the owner, one of the owners, um, and, you know, I haven't told anybody at all, but, yeah, this is going to be my last day, right? Cool. So, for two weeks... There was so much speculation going on. He finally came on first take, literally like two weeks ago, and was like, um, the questions were asked. Stephen A. wanted to know, why did you do this? Max wanted to know, how could you do it and not tell LeBron or not tell the people, you know, who are supposed to mean something to you, who would be the most impacted by your, your, your departure, all of these things, you know. Um, and Magic Johnson, basically, here's, here's, here's what it is. Let me just give it to you. How it how it really is how it equated to me in my actual personal life. Um, there's this thing called peopling, right? And you can put whatever race in front of peopling, and that's a thing for me. I can honestly tell you that I get aggravated peopling on a regular basis. And this is talking to people, this is having to make decisions with people, this is any of those things, and this is all at work, of course, because Magic Johnson's at work. So, I I find that I'm quiet a lot, and when I'm ready to talk, I talk, and when I'm not, I'm just not into it, you know? Um, which is, which is fine, which is fine, it's not a, it's not a problem. Um, but Magic Johnson, when it all kind of boils down to it, Magic Johnson sounded like he was done peopling. He was done people because Magic Johnson is a billionaire and he has so many other more lucrative and successful businesses and this was going to be added to it. So some of the things that came out that he said in the interview that he felt back backstabbed by Rob Palinka, who is Rob Lowe lookalike. So if you if you go ahead and Google Rob Palinka and Rob Lowe, just do a side by side picture. I'm sure they got him. That is Rob Lowe's like cousin all right so anyway um so he said that rob was a backstabber um he said he sat down with genie bus when he took the job and said hey i have other jobs i have other companies i will be in and out 
I won't be a permanent fixture here. Um, all of that. Now, I do agree with a lot of people who said that, that wasn't the way to start this um, relationship because you're trying to turn around a franchise. So you kind of need to be all in, right? Ten toes down, all in into this situation. And he started it out wrong, but I didn't see where that... I don't really see where that could have um, continued to be a problem. Because I think once they got more people, once the things started really buzzing, I think Magic could have been there more and would have probably been there more. I think it's just a matter of prioritizing your businesses. And a lot of us don't have a goddamn clue what that's even like because we don't have businesses, uh, okay? So, it's just amazing to me. So... Also, um, Rob Palenka was going around allegedly saying Magic is barely in the office, you know, alluding to Magic not wanting to do the work, alluding to Magic being lazy, all of those things. And so Magic came on first take and disputed all of that shit, shut it down. I mean, it was a quite mind-blowing interview, too, because the, the interviewers, Max, Stephen A., even, even Molly, who's a moderator, everybody was really taken aback by the fact that he was so honest. And he was just like, yeah, no, just Rob. Rob's the only one that was backstabbing me. You know what I mean? Like, my guy came with stories. He came with receipts. He came with everything. And it was just like, what? I was like, wow. Shout out to First Take for getting the interview of the fucking year. Alright? So, um... So, that was dope or whatever. <clears throat> that was dope or whatever. And then, so, not even a week later. Not even a week later. Um, and I believe that happened, like, what? Early this week? That might have happened early... Actually, it was this week because... And I'll, I'll get to why it was this week. But anyway, it, so early this week, say Monday, I, I woke up and I saw a notification that there was an article written um, by the Lakers, you know, um, ESPN columnist, you know, da-da-da-da, talking about this, that, da, 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 right? So, I get to first take the next day, because, I mean, I wasn't doing extra research on it. I'll let the talking heads tell me what's going on. Um, so, I got to first take the next day and they're talking about this interview and or excuse me the article they got the guy who wrote it he's talking about all of the stuff the article is saying that magic johnson was abusive to employees and one of the stories was oh there was this person who was in charge of ordering the car services for the recruit um and or the draft pick or somebody i don't know some recruit and um <laughs> and uh, the car was never ordered. The, the recruit was there at LEX, had no way to get back. And Magic Johnson brought the the young lady or the woman into his office and basically chewed her ass out and told her that if this shit happened again, your ass was fired. Right? I'm sure he said it in a, in a nicer way than what I just said, but here's the deal. There are certain people, a certain subset of people who just don't like the truth. Okay, it's not a race thing. It's a lazy ass people thing. It's a I'm comfortable in my fucking shit thing. It's all oh, you coming in here to change shit thing. It's one of those people who just doesn't like the change. And oh, we've been doing it like this all this other time. I've been doing this for so long. And da 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 da. You know these excuses. You know when you have a new boss, when you got a new sheriff in town, you need to do your fucking job because. And they're like, oh, Magic Johnson has this. He's got this two-faced thing. He's, he's magic, and then he's and then he's Irving, and we never knew which one we were gonna get. I am extremely sorry, but everybody who's saying all of the dumb shit they're saying, they have no idea how business works. They're 
there was absolutely two different Jamilas when I was a vendor manager. There was a vendor manager that had to get on the vendor's ass and make sure that you was producing and making sure that when you said you was going to email me something or send me something that it got sent that day and the next day that I didn't get it and I still haven't received it, I'm sending an email, what's going on with this? Because you said that you were going to deliver this on this day, so what's going on? See, there's a difference between being happy-go-lucky lackadaisical and being on your motherfucking business. And I think that's a problem that with some people, y'all want people to be one way all the time. That's just not realistic. And you need to grow the fuck up and get the fuck out of here. Magic Johnson is a real nice guy. He's a real personable fella. But you think for one second he's the same way in his fucking business world? You don't become a billionaire and be that way. What are you talking about? You don't fucking... you You don't make that kind of money... You don't stay around in business for 40 fucking plus years without cracking some fucking heads. I am sorry. I don't see a problem here. I'm lost about why we mad. Why are we mad about Magic Johnson? Why is that a story to be told? Oh, we just didn't know what Magic or what, what guy we were going to get. And, and it was it was tense. And people were afraid to go to HR about him because this, that, and the other. You know what? You know what? I don't want to hear the shit. Did Magic touch you inappropriately? Huh? Did he touch you inappropriately? Did he make you feel like your life was in danger? That your livelihood was in danger? If you weren't fucking up. So, I if you're fucking up at your job and your only job is to make sure the car service is there and the car service is not there, um, you don't need this fucking job. You don't need this job. And you damn sure don't need this job if I tell you about this damn shit. And now you're all butthurt and in your fucking feelings. What the fuck would you do in my shoes? What would you do? Fuck that. Fuck that. Everybody's always in their feelings. Fuck them damn feelings. Shit. God damn, I done got pissed off. Anyway. I mean, like I said, I'm not I'm not going to sit here and act like Magic Johnson has been perfect in this whole situation. Because, no, he has not been. Magic Johnson has been ridiculous throughout this whole situation. And this thing could have been handled ten times better. And he could still be working for the Lakers. And he could have got Rob Palenka out. And, 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 and. You know what I'm saying? It's so many different things in different ways this could go. But clearly, there's a problem going on with Jeannie Buss and the people at the top. Um, in Laker Nation. And it looks like we are not going to get another championship for... Um, a lot of years. I don't even know. Uh, it's going to be a long time. So this is why I have my Steph Curry jerseys. And this is a nice segue to a question that my BFF Clarice asked. Um, when I, I got so excited uh, Thursday night because Thursday night was kickoff um, uh, for the finals. And I got so excited that I sent, I took pictures of my two jerseys, holding both jerseys front and back. And I sent them to various friends like, oh, I'm stoked. I don't know which one to wear, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? This is why. Because I'm not fucking around with the Lakers right now. Okay? We in a relationship. You know what I'm saying? But we on a break. Okay? We on a Ross and Rachel break from friends. If you don't know what I'm talking about, well, fuck you. Anyway. So, um. (laughs) Anyway. So, um. But, but uh, sorry, I jumped ahead of the story in the timeline. So when the story came out, they had, what, two days to talk about this. And then I think Tuesday, on Tuesday evening, there was a special, like a um, Sports Center special, where Stephen A. was hosting. He had um, Doc Rivers, Mike Wilborn, and then Magic Johnson in 
to talk about the NBA Finals, okay? And they had to open up and talk about this fucking article. And Magic Johnson came through again with the I don't give a fuck attitude and was like, I've never been disrespectful. I've never been called to HR about disrespecting any, you know, employers, I mean, employees. And I have so many employees that I've worked with over the years and this, that, and the other, and blah, blah, blah. The problem was that the people that was working in the business, there was going to be a massive overhaul. And the problem was that they didn't like the change. That's the problem. I Believe me, I know because I've worked through this multiple times. When there's a change in the guard, there's changes that are coming. And you either going to ship the fuck up or you're going to ship the fuck out. Simple. That's it. I've been through it too many times on a couple of different jobs. And I know the rules. And I'm sorry for the people over there that are all butthurt about Magic Johnson, you know, and all of this stuff. Like, one person was like, I used to love the Lakers when I was growing up, and I imagine I was my favorite, my favorite player growing up until I started working for him. And then, and then the guy who, who wrote the article was like, and he went silent, and it was just so, in, it's so intense, and da, da, da. I don't give a fuck about that. That is dumb. For you to think that Magic Johnson was going to be this uh, all-loving guy in a business uh, perspective, in a business setting, that was naivety on your part and ignorance on your part. And because you can't separate the two, that's a deficiency on your part. That's not that's not Magic Johnson's fault that you got your hopes up. Okay? Magic Johnson's a man just like everybody else. And they make bad decisions. He makes bad decisions. He makes good decisions. He rubs people the wrong way. And he makes people feel good just like everybody else. So, get over it. Get over it, Nancy. I'm, I'm willing to bet her name was Nancy. Get over it, Nancy. Um, anyway. <clears throat> Let's see what else I got. Oh, that, a couple of weeks ago, uh, the Jeffersons and All in the Family, they did a live episode deal. It, like, uh, it was live. Jamie Foxx, uh, they remade two episodes. I think it was the famous ones. Um, one where the Jeffersons basically move out and the Jeffersons uh, do a cameo appearance. So George Jefferson, actually, uh, the whole Jeffersons do a cameo appearance onto All in the Family. And then they moved into the very first episode of the Jeffersons, where um, uh, another maid thought that Luis was a maid. And, and so when she finds out that Luis is rich and lives in this apartment and has a maid of her own or needs a maid of her own child, oh my goodness, it was just crazy. So it was really good. Um, we had Marla Gibbs. She replied, reprised her her role of Florence in uh, the Jeffersons, which was fantastic. I mean, she's she's 88 years old, bless it. And I just, I was so excited when I saw her um, because I literally had just seen the other, the original episode maybe a day or two before. And then even a day after, I think I saw it the next day. And just seeing her do the same lines over again, but with many, many years on her face, it just was, it was, um... It was refreshing. I, I, I loved it. I thought it was so, so great. Um, and it was funny. A lot of the jokes are still funny. A lot of the things that occur, you know, um, like all the, the racist type undertones apply. They still apply, unfortunately. Um, all of these years later, um, still very much apply. Um, so, yeah. Uh, so, it's, it's just a trip. It was really dope. Um, let's see. So, Marley Gibb was on there. Jamie Foxx played uh, George Jefferson. 
Wanda Sykes played Luis. Carrie Washington played um, Helen. And Will Ferrell played Tom. Okay. I don't have a clue who those people were who played Lionel and and, and, uh, and uh, Tom and, and, and uh, Helen's daughter. I can't remember her name right now. Jenny. Jenny. Lionel and Jenny. I don't know those people who played them at all. Period. Okay. They're just young people. Um, and then for All in the Family, they had Marissa Tomei was Edith, which I love Marissa Tomei. Love Marissa Tomei. I've loved her ever since. A Different World. The first season. First season. Okay, um, and then um, I think it's called Untamed Heart with her and Christian Slater um, back in the 90s. It's a fantastic movie. It's fanta- It's sad too. He dies. You're welcome. Um, or does he? I don't know. Somebody dies. Um, she played that. Um, Woody Harrelson played Archie Bunker. Um, I don't know this guy's name at all, but he played he played uh, Gloria's um, husband, and he was perfect. I couldn't think of the more perfect guy to play that guy. I can't remember his name. Uh, but the meat, the meathead. Um, uh, let me see who else. And the girl who played Gloria, I don't know who she was at all. So, um, but it was really good. Anthony Anderson played George Jefferson's brother. Um, it was just really good. I enjoyed the hell out of it. It, it was a nice laugh. It was good to see those particular actors and actresses in a live atmosphere. Um, Jamie Foxx is really good at this kind of shit, sketch comedy, because, you know, obviously he started in Living Color and is not a stranger to live TV. So he messed up and he got everybody laughing. And for me, live TV works the best when somebody messes up and they break and it's laughter and they're like, okay, we're going to have this really live human moment and then we're going to pull this bitch together and give you what we're really supposed to be giving you. So I, I love that. So that happened once or twice and I thought that was dope so if you have the opportunity check it out it's on Hulu if I'm not mistaken um and then also I'm sure it's on the ABC app itself um but no it's, it was really funny to me and I just love I just love J.B. Fox's George Jefferson I mean that shit was amazing to me so I love that um I wrote down here Wendy Williams and then underneath Kevin Jr. versus Kevin Sr. so um this this was tri- this triggered me because um, my mom and my dad, uh, toward the end of their marriage, of course, started having tons of fights and all this stuff. And when you're a teenager, when you're a teenager, you are not dumb. You are well aware of issues and um, the way people are treated and all of that stuff. You have an opinion about it because you're a fucking you're a young adult, you're a person, you know, so my dad, I think, said a couple of times, you know, that, oh, oh, your mama's trying to turn you against me, or trying to tell my mom, oh, she's trying to turn you again, brainwash you, and I feel like my mom's my dad even said that, your mama trying to brainwash you, you know, and it's just amazing to me that people think that kids are not smart enough to understand that you ain't shit, like, I mean, really, like, I, it's not hard to tell, it's not hard to tell, and so I, um, so this is what happened, Kevin Jr. ended up punching Kevin Sr., his father, I never advocate you, um, laying hands on your parents, because I just, I just remember Marvin Gaye putting hands on his daddy, and Marvin Gaye is because, 
his daddy took his ass out. Because you don't lay hands on your parents. That's just the rule for me. Um, and that was also something that my mom actively told me when I was a kid. Like, she would kill me. She was she was just like, I, I brought you in this world and I'll take you out. And, you know, I will not tolerate it. And you hit me, I kill you. Right? Straight, straight up. Straight like that. That was taught to me as a child. You would never hit your mother or your father. You could die. Okay? That's real. I feared them more than I feared anybody else. I would never touch them in that way. Ever. Not ever. Okay? Um, but, in this situation, I 100% understand. I don't agree, but I understand. So, Kevin uh, Sr. stated that he would not press charges on Kevin Jr., which, uh, I mean, that's the least that you could do, sir. Um, but, yeah, he punched him. I mean, and, and again, you know, in Kevin Jr.'s defense, Kevin Sr. has been abusive uh, emotionally and physically abusive to Wendy over the years. Um, has been cheating for about 10 years consistently with one main side chick who has since had a baby in the past six to seven months. Um, he repeatedly uh, spends Wendy's money on this woman publicly. Um, so there's a lot there. So, I mean, it's not hard to see that somebody would want to defend their mother in this situation. So, while this is not something that I'm excited about, I am glad that they can reach this impasse and hopefully they can move forward. And prayerfully, this family can can work toward getting put back together because uh, right now, they're in a shitstorm. So, you know, we'll see how this goes. We'll see how this goes. Um, let's see... Looks like Missouri. Missouri's the next uh, state in line that decided to ban abortions. They decided to do it after eight weeks instead of six. So they added two more weeks in there for you girls. So, my God. Um, I think I even saw today an update where um, there was only, there's literally only one abortion clinic in Missouri. And I think they got the okay to remain open. And I think it was a court a court-ordered thing. Um, so like I said, I mean, the attack on Roe versus Wade is real. Um, it's extremely real. And a lot of people have decided to deduce this down to um, white people wanting to preserve white life um, because other people outside of white people are having kids, apparently. I did not know this. I don't know this to be true. Um, this is kind of what's being said and spoken to. Um in various groups on why um, abortions all of a sudden have to be so uh, such a hot topic. Um, a lot of the stuff makes total sense, so if you want more insight on that, you can find it, I'm sure. Um, Charlemagne actually spoke to this on his show a few days back um, about this white supremacy thing and trying to preserve that race and all of this stuff. So again, I, I don't know that any of this is true, but again, it is extremely hard for me to put it past America, okay? It's not, I can't put shit past America, alright? Um, so, you know, stay tuned with that. Stay tuned with that. Let's see what I got on the other side of this page. Um, oh, so much. Jesus, so much. Okay, so I saw a video or a question on the Shade Room, and it was like, if Jay-Z decided, Jay-Z and Beyonce offered to adopt your kids for the summer from August, or from some June to August, um, 
and you can only talk to your kids once a week and you know at the end of the summer you get three million dollars in in return with your kid and some of these people was like oh no i got to talk to my kids and i'm like for what for what for three million dollars you can talk to those little motherfuckers one time a week anyway okay that's probably the amount of time you actually want to talk to them when they're in their fucking house but whatever so i for me a person with no children this is a no fucking brainer okay uh jay-z and beyonce have children so you'll have playmate in blue one playmate in blue um you will be around people who know kids so i don't have to be concerned about them doing inappropriate shit with you um and you're gonna be living the fucking life for what three months so yeah yeah go go over there with aunt aunt uh b and, and uncle jay okay and ask them if this can be an every summer thing also ask them can we get concert tickets every time okay ask them for whatever you want and whatever you need okay i am not going to be upset about you asking them for this okay not even a little bit all right that's a dumb question that should go under who raised y'all to be answering and asking dumb questions like this okay um trying to think um i wrote down golden state and toronto are in the finals all right so i just want y'all to get drake all right just get drake just get Drake. That's all I ask. Just get him. Get him. Because he's out of goddamn control. Um, at the end of the first game, him and Draymond had words. Um, the young lady in the post-game press presser tried to say that it was a scuffle. Uh, Draymond shut that down. No, it wasn't a scuffle. I didn't touch him. He didn't touch me. Okay? Everything's fine. You know? He called me trash and said I shouldn't wear number 23 and uh, if... Draymond was smart, he'd have talked about his beard or something. Or he'd have talked about the fact that he's got Kevin Durant and Steph Curry's numbers tatted on his arm. Okay? You know, there's so much it's so much ammo with Drake. It's, it's not even funny. It's kind of unfair. Um, but just get his ass, okay? Because I'm tired of his ass cutting up on the sideline. And this is just me being biased because I really didn't give a fuck about it in the previous um, series because I thought it was funny. But now, I fuck with Golden State and I love Steph, and so I don't have time for the bullshit, okay? I don't have time for the bullshit. Um, <laughs> so, so, uh, so shout out to Drake with that bullshit there. Um, I'll be watching tomorrow is game two. Golden State lost game one. I, I wanted them to come out and be able to steal one game, so hopefully this game tomorrow they can steal it and get home court back, okay? And then, you know, take care of business in Golden State. That's really what needs to happen. So we'll see. Um, I don't even know how this, this works. Kevin Durant is needed, but he, um, I don't think is required to beat this team. But, I mean, if they had him, then, you know, they'd be in a better position. So I'm I'm very worried though. So let's not pretend like I'm not concerned about them losing. I'm very concerned. Seriously, this could have not been the worst. Um, this is probably the worst matchup because even if they had Milwaukee, they would have been able to contain the Greek Freak. They would have been able to take care of the three point shooters. And plus, those three point shooters got to make those shots. And you know, they weren't making them damn shots in the previous um, series, but then neither were, you know, Toronto. The shit that happened in game one did not happen in game three or four or five or whatever, six, however long they went with, with Milwaukee. So, so you know, we'll see. 
we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, Golden State will bounce back tomorrow. And then, even if they don't, nothing has happened outside of what should happen. Home court was protect first protected by the home team. Um, but either way it goes, we have to steal one on the road. So might as well be game two. Um, I wrote down Joe Biden, um, Sean King. So those of you who know Sean King, he's um, an activist. He's a, a journalist. Um, all of these things. He's a lot of things. Um, and he just will not. He will not let up on Joe Biden. I mean, I'm not voting for Joe Biden. I don't think that I could have ever voted for Joe. I enjoyed Joe from the perspective of Joe and Obama, Obama and Joe Biden. You know what I'm saying? And they just had such a great relationship. I felt I loved that. Um, but as far as voting for this man to be in charge of shit, no, I don't know about that. Um, this man has, uh, he was single-handedly the one who wrote the crime bill in 1994, um, calling black, um, young black men super predators, him and, and, and Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton, they were all steamrolling this bitch at, at the t- you know, at the time, and I just can't, I just can't trust any of them, honestly, and Joe Biden, I'm sorry, I liked, I, I liked you a lot when you were with Barry, and I'm sorry about your son, um, but you can't get my vote, sir, I cannot forget your bullshit, so, I'm good on that, um, let me see, I don't know what this is. I'll come back to this. I wrote this down. It looks weird. Um, summer TV. I do have some stuff for summer TV. We've got Power being its final season. It's not coming back till August. I thought it was coming back June, like normal. But no, it's coming back August. So y'all gotta wait to the end of the summer for that. Which will probably be fine. Probably be fine. I'll try to catch up. Um, I'll try to catch up and get all the way watched up by the time it starts. Um, because I think I I watched half of the last season, so I need to watch the last half. I know Angela dies, I know Kanan dies, I just have to watch it to see how the shit went down, that's all. Um, and if you did not know any of those things, I am very sorry, truly. Um, uh, Stranger Things comes back, season 3 comes back July the 4th, so I literally got one month and three days. And one month and three days, don't fucking call me. Don't text me with no bullshit. I'm not interested in what you're talking about. I won't be interested until approximately 5 p.m. on that day. Okay? That's when I'll be done. That's when I'll be done. Alright? So, um, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm all about it. I can't wait for that shit. Um, they're, those that know me, I love um, celebrity game shows. So, I think ABC will be coming through with the game shows. They're bringing back... They're bringing back Whammy, a.k.a. Um, Pressure Luck. Pressure Luck. They're going to be bringing that back, and they're going to be doing, of course, the match game. Um, there's another card game that they're going to be do that's um, hosted by Joe McHale. Um, Steve Harvey lost all of his jobs, and all the women that took the jobs will be starting this summer. So Tiffany Haddish, um, uh, Bridesmaids, um, Melissa McCarthy stuff, sorry. I always call her Bridesmaids. And then there's one more person who, um, Kelly Clarkson, Kelly Clarkson, uh, with the talk show. So, uh, this summer will be very interesting for TV if you watch it, um, and if you don't, then just ignore what I just said. Um, sad news, I believe they found Miss Malia 
um, Davis, her remains. As I think I spoke about her last um, episode or the episode before. Um, little baby girl. I think she was what four between four and six. I'm not sure of her age, um, but she was she was um, missing. Um, I think you guys might remember this. What I was telling you about the. Um, She's four. Excuse me. I had to go back in my notes. She was four years old. And I think even in my notes here, I wrote, story doesn't add up. Stepdaddy has something to do with it. So they have definitely arrested his ass because he definitely uh, admitted to dumping her remains in Arkansas. They found her in Arkansas. Uh, so it's it's very frustrating. Baby girl has, has, has been found. Um still no real reason why so i'll stay tuned on this story but she you know she was found and um now mother has to do the unthinkable and that is uh plan a funeral for her four-year-old child so it's not it's not good i hate it i hate it um that's pretty much it, y'all. That's pretty much it. I mean, shit, I went an hour and 20. I think I talked a long time about shit, and I'm sorry. Um, but, you know. Um, oh, oh no. I turned my page over. I turned my page over, and I have to address this. 50 Cent. If you have borrowed money from 50 Cent, please pay him. Do not wait until you have popped off, okay? Because he will come see you. He's like the government. Actually, he's worse than the fucking government. The government will send you letters and say, hey, you owe us taxes. Hey, you owe us taxes. Hey, you owe us taxes. Okay? And then they'll come after you after a while. But 50 Cent ain't sending shit. 50 Cent sending you an IG to Shade Room saying, hey, this motherfucker owes me money and y'all better do what y'all can do so he can get that shit to me. Uh, the latest the latest person to have to, to get outed was Rotimi. Um, that would be our guy Dre from Power, okay? Little Nigerian, uh, butterscotch drop, alright? He's got, uh, Rotimi has a actual, um, for new music, if you guys are interested, he's got an EP, um, and it's called, give me just a second, I'll tell you what it's called. Because I don't know what it's called off the top of my head. It's called Walk With Me, and it's got approximately, let's see, it's got seven songs on it. If you're an R&B and a reggae and a, and a rhythm lover, this will be um, right up your alley. So you'll, you should like it. It's nice. It's short. It's sweet. It's cool. Um, love rhythm is is the, the favorite amongst some of my friends. I'm a fan of the Legend song, which is number one. Um so, but it's all dope, though. It's all dope. It's all grown. It's all good, you know. So, yeah. So, but again, if you owe 50 cent money, if you borrowed money from him, if anything has happened, just pay that man his money, please. Okay? Rotimi came on there explaining how he owed the money and how it was supposed to be. Nah, 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 nah. Just pay the money. Okay? Did you call 50? Did he say, I want my money? If he said that, pay him the fucking money. Okay? Pay him the money, and then y'all work out the back end on the back end, okay? Because it's just not worth being humiliated on social media because you owe another man money. 
But at the end of the day, I'm glad it's happening, and I'm glad that some of these people, young people, are seeing this. Um, because people think, for some reason, that if they borrow money from you or they get money from you, that they don't have to pay you back. Oh, we're friends. Oh, we're, we're, we're related. You my family. Like, nigga, no. I, I make this money. I go out and make this money just like you go out and make yours, maybe. And, um, no, I want my money back. I want it back. This was not a permanent gift. Okay? It's a loan. The hell's wrong with you? So, you know, and plus, we accept this type of treatment from banks. You know, the moment you're late with your car payment, what happens? They blow your phone up, right? They send you emails, blow your phone up, calling you, calling your references. You know, everybody knows now that you're late on your car note and shit, you know? Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Th- this is good. Kids and young people, learn from this. Pay your debts. Pay your debts. They're not going to always be as aggressive as 50 Cent. But pay your fucking debts, please. So, shout out to that. Shout out to that. And 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 uh, last but not least, I pray, I pray that everybody can have a, a, a good week ahead. Um, we we've entered into June. We've entered into June today. Um, it has cooled off a bit just this weekend. But let's just talk to the overall heat. It's fucking disrespectful, okay? You people have been asking for this weather, okay? You've been mad about it being cold. You've been mad about having to wear clothes. You've been upset about these things. You've been mad about the rain. All of this shit. All of this shit. Oh, it's raining again this weekend. Oh, man. Yeah, guess what? South Carolina would love a drop of rain right now. We would love some precipitation right now, okay? We would love it, okay? We ain't gonna get it at all, okay? Let this be another lesson for another year. Stop whining about this shit. The heat is coming, okay? Enjoy this time before the heat comes instead of whining about it being cold, okay? Because this fucking alternative you motherfuckers don't want, and I damn sure don't want it. Y'all know how I feel about sweating and shit, okay? I feel it's disrespectful. Anyway. Anyway. I digress. I digress. You guys follow me on Instagram. <laughs> Mills Speaks. Mills the Virgo on Twitter. J Mills Productions uh, on Facebook. <sighs> God. I'll tell you. Alright, I'm out of here. Drop the motherfucking beat. <laughs>